What's up, babies? Welcome. Welcome to uh, another episode of The Ramblings. So, yeah, once again, you're getting a pretty late episode. It's been a long day. I I kind of got a lot on my plate right now that like, I put there myself. But it's fine. It's Coolio Dulio. Or it will be as soon as I figure some things out. But, still keeping my promise. Trying to get an episode out to you. I don't know if it's going to be as long as the other ones that I have done here recently. It may be shorter. I just... Yeah. I still wanted to get something out to you. So, let's get on into it, you know? So, first, first I want to start out. I hope you guys are doing well. I I hope your week so far has, has been pretty decent. I hope, you know, hope you're drinking water as you should be. It's getting a little hot outside, so you definitely need to stay hydrated. So, yeah. Make sure that you're drinking water. Or I'm going to pop up and spray you with a water hose. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so today I wanted to talk to you guys about poetry and poems. As you see in um, my, my, my like, handles, there's poet. Um, I even state that I am a poet, but I feel like that's such an umbrella term because there are many ways for you to be a poet. And do I know all of those ways? No, I'm not going to claim that I do, but I do know of like two. There's the the poet like Edgar Allan Poe, you know, the, the ones that really tell a story. And then there's the ones that I didn't even really know existed until the name popped up in class one day, but they're called Instagram poets. And I feel I would love, love to be, you know, like being able to fully tell a story or to have those like long, multiple pages two-page types of uh, types of poems, but I am not. I would love to be able to do that. And I'm not saying that Instagram poets don't tell stories, because they do. They're just shorter. They're the the like the way that it was described. Whenever you look it up, is that with an Instagram poet, they are specific poems that are meant to be captions. And yeah, I, I feel like I relate to that because I don't know if you've ever looked at my stuff. My my Instagram is that of, you know, short things, kind of. So, yeah. But let me pause on that real fast. Um, the reason that I like poetry so much is because I feel like they it, it says everything that you don't feel like you can exactly say in that moment, if that makes sense. For me personally, it's kind of hard for me to first person tell you how I'm how I'm feeling, 
But if I were to take myself out of the equation and look at it from another person's point of view, basically, or like look from the outside in, then I'm able to explain it. So that's that's one reason why I thoroughly enjoy poetry. The other reason that I do is because it's just so beautiful. Like I said before, it tells a story and it's I feel like it grips your heart and it definitely makes you think about things and it's just I feel like it's just kind of lost you know it's like love letters love letters are lost we don't we don't do those anymore and I feel like with poetry we don't really I mean there are people who write poetry but like I don't know, it just feels like it's something that's not really explored as much anymore. But yeah, I really got into poetry because, you know, throughout elementary school, of course, we learned about haikus, limericks, that kind of thing. They made you do them sometimes. But it wasn't until, like, sixth grade where I really sat down and had to do something for an assignment and you know I fiddled with it back and forth before set assignment but the one that I turned in for class it was about my aunt who passed away from breast cancer and I don't currently have it on me but I remember that it was just basically talking about um how that that grief you know that process of wanting to be able to take that away wanting to be able to see her again because I did miss her we we weren't that close but like we were close if that makes sense it's not like I saw her every day but when she came around I spoke to her and it was easy to talk to her and she was just such a bright person she was she was literally the sun like whatever room she walked into it immediately brightened up and she she had this cute little dog that she named Keely and he would go with her everywhere so like I distinctly have a very vivid memory of her coming into the house with the dog sitting on the couch and just talking about her day and just making everybody laugh like she she was a very genuine spirit so when she passed away you know it kind of kind of hurt it hit kind of hard I wrote about that feeling and I remember showing it to my teacher and her being like this is really great I love this I can feel the emotion behind it and I don't know if she was saying that because you know one she's a teacher or if she like genuinely meant it but I knew from that day that like this was something that I wanted to do I wanted to be able to have people feel something I wanted them to read something that I wrote and have them just have to take a moment and be like, whew, that was a little too real for me. That that hit the spot just a little too hard. And because that's how I am whenever I read certain things, I'm like, oh, I feel that. I feel that in my spirit. That's, that's a little too close to home, you know? And I've always wanted to be able to have a voice. And as I said before, I'm not good at voicing things. And I felt that writing definitely got my voice out there. It somehow made me made me be heard, made me be seen. And I, I thoroughly like that. 
But um, I stopped writing. I want to say around eighth grade. I I can't really tell you why. I kind of I just you know how sometimes you pick up things and then you just stop. And that's that's pretty much what happens. And I want to say it's because I I moved after the sixth grade. I moved from where I originally was to somewhere new, and I just I didn't really know how to how to voice anything I was you know still sometimes writing but I never really said anything about it so I have an old binder that is filled filled with just old muses and such and some of it actually I have a picture of one that I posted because I was just I, I forgot that it existed and I was just like, yo, bro, who who did this to you? And it makes me laugh when I look at it, but you know, it's, it's who I was at that point in my life. Let me see if I can find it. Give me, give me a second. I gotta find the right page first. Also, my handwriting still looks the same. <laughs> it's kind of terrible. So, there were two. Here we go. So, the first one is called You. And I had this thing where I would write it in different colors. So, like, I guess to try and explain the emotion behind it. But yeah. So, also, I'm sorry. My voice isn't really one that you would hear to speak poetry or, or anything along the lines of that. But I hope you, hope you enjoy this little tidbit of like 13 year old me so yeah I gotta sit down here we go you you are my laugh you are my best friend you've made me think you were sent from above you are my dying hope you are my one true love you left me behind You said bye too many times. Always it was you, you, you. But now, since you're gone, it should be all about me, me, me. You were my good times. You were my shoulder to cry on. You are my forgotten memories. And oof, oof. Poor little 13-year-old me. I don't know what boy broke my heart, but I guess thank you. Maybe. Maybe not. I hope whoever it was, I hope you're doing good out there. Hope life is treating you well. (laughs) But (laughs) moving on, the other one is how, which I'm pretty sure also relates back to whoever broke 13-year-old me. So, How? How could we let the moments pass by? How could we let the memories die? How is the question I want an answer to? I love too fast, but I don't know about you. How could this happen? How can I cope? I miss the hugs, the laughter. How could it end when I was just beginning? How could we let the memories die? How could I let the moments pass on by? Someone tell me how. I guess, you know, that could relate to relationships, life in general. 
I still want to know how, you know, not to that extent, but yeah. And also, so whenever I used to write, I really thought that I had to stick to a certain rhyme scheme. Like, I really thought that I was supposed to make the first sentence and the last sentence always rhyme. And, you know, I later found out that that's not really, it, it, I guess, you know, it's important, but it's not really the vital thing that I need to do, you know? So, yeah. That was 13-year-old me. Um, let's see if I can find, like, mm, let's see, this was, ooh, ooh, okay, this was 2018. Uh, hold on, I gotta do math. Okay, so this, this was like 19, 18 or 19 year old me, one of them. Here we go. We burned brighter than any fire scene from miles and miles away. But like all bright lights, we diminish till we were just ash marks on each other. Ooh, ooh, ooh baby, baby I was, we were burning. And you left me. You sizzled out my flame. Also know that that was part of the part of it. That was just me commenting on it. Um yeah. I I should note that a lot of what I write is basically my emotions. And my emotions are pretty much me being hurt. Um I live in a constant state of being hurt. <laughs> So I, I tried writing like happy things and I just didn't feel like they hit the same way that these sad ones were. And I don't know, I don't really know what that means about me as a person, but yeah, yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted to, to be happy. They just weren't smacking the way that I wanted to. Let's see, what else do I got? I have, I have one that I recently wrote. Do, 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 do. Um, I wrote this, I wrote this at work, I think, I'm pretty sure. So, I can't do this anymore. Five words is all it took to wipe me from existence, to knock the breath out of my lungs. Maybe one day, three words to dig the knife deeper, both of us knowing that we were never coming back to this, or from this, sorry. Can't really read my own handwriting sometimes. So yeah, I, I'm a simp. <laughs> I, I fall in love very quickly and when it, burst into flames I'm the first one to get hurt and I stay with that pain for a while even if I move on it still pops up in my head sometimes and I'm just like oh okay I had I was over this but uh all right cool and because I don't want that to fester and continue to stay in my mind to where I'm gonna self-destruct I write it out and that's what that was so yeah but moving on from that we're gonna 
or change locations on a momentum. Fuck. Flop. That's my fan in the background. It's very hot in my apartment. I don't even know if you can really hear it. But yeah, I wanted to let you know in case you can. Um, I, I hope you enjoyed those, by the way. Um, I, I did want to give you a little sneak peek into what I got going on. And I thoroughly enjoyed reading other people's stuff. So, hold on. So, I, I want to put you on to, to some people that I've, I've gotten into. So, I took a poetry class while I was still in college, and in said poetry class, we had to read different, different books. We, we even did our own podcast at one point that I'm pretty sure I've mentioned before. Um, but yeah, and we had to memorize the poems also, which I have a terrible memory, and that stressed me out. But yeah, we got to read these books and some of these I really just fell in love with and I'm upset that I didn't actually keep all of the books but you know I got I got some of them and I guess that's better than nothing so in a memento as I collect them all so that I can tell you the names and read you little snippets which I hope is okay but I didn't really ask permission which was probably a thing that I should have done, but just, oh no, <laughs> sorry, um, which was probably a thing that I should have done, but I hope that it's okay, and I hope that, you know, they, they enjoy the fact that I'm giving them a little shout out, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make sure to tag them and let them know that I, I, I read their stuff, I don't want to take credit for anything that anyone got has going on so i have a very widespread collection i will take a picture of it and post it on twitter and instagram if it's not too late so because i got a lot of stuff i gotta do so there are five books one of the books that i again didn't get to keep that i wish that i could have that i had to read for class and i fell in love with them and some of them even went to the same college that I did, which was dope. It's fantastic. Gave me even more drive to want to pursue this. So the first one that we have is What Are We Not For by Tommy Blount. I hope I pronounced that right. If I didn't, I am so, so sorry. And I gotta find the one that I love the most. Because it has a sticky note. And so it's literally the title of the book. So it says, What are we not for but to be broken like the deer resting on the side of the highway in a bed made of it? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're gonna try that again. What are we not for? But to be broken like the deer resting on the side of the highway in a bed made of its insides. Isn't the scene always the same? The rump and the legs frozen in its last kick? I too have lost my gaze. The grip of the wheel, like the one that plowed into the deer. Will. Will. It's all the same. 
and the air does fail me at times, as it must have the deer that should have listened better. Francine, on the other end of the line, tells me I'm not listening, to listen to my body or I won't last long. We never last long, do we? It all breaks, the line pulsing forward, the line paws, the long bone of it all. After all, I am a broken animal. I am brokered in the name of the wheel. Exquisite. Hold on. I think there was another one in here. I know that I said I was only going to read one, but... You know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. Oh! Yes! Geppetto's Lament. Lament? Lament? Don't judge me, we already talked about I don't know how to pronounce things. Off to mess with what I made him. The boy forgets he is not a boy. Forgets these strings and this paddle, shaped like a cross, are in my hands. You can measure a man by his hands. See this here thumb tip? It's the width of a glass eye. Took my bestest knife to carve that heart, heartwood down to a nose, then a switch. A blade sharp enough to make a man out of any old thing. And the tip of this finger is gone. The face was tricky. He's got a sissy's nose, a daughter's lips. Not the boy I wished for. It was all my fault. All my math and all my measurements were off. And ain't even room, ain't even enough room in him for a heart. I don't know why, but that one makes me emotional. But we're going to move on. We're going to move on. So we have Jim Whiteside writing your name on the glass. I feel like I should tell you the titles of of all the books first. You know what? No, we already started like this. We're 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 just gonna continue. We have what? What is happening? What is happening? So Jim Whiteside, I wanna tell you correctly before I say anything. I gotta find Yes, okay, so Jim Whiteside is the one that went to my school, and I want to say that he was the one that we got to actually have, like, a Zoom call with, maybe? And that was kind of dope. That was pretty dope. So, okay, morning song. Morning song was so beautiful to me. Okay, morning song. You be the rock I salt my tongue with. Be the blade slid beneath the nail. The nail driven too deeply in the wood. Hollowed. Morning's first steps in wet grass. Turned on her back, the spider reveals her poison. Fiery belly. In the battlefield, the officers too agree. There's more than one way to win this war. Our home front Coiled black hands, rough stone in the pocket, worried smooth. Beautiful. And so the one that I had to remember for class is is this one. It's called Disguise Game. 
strange embrace, the throat's soft bleeding. I wake in the forest, dreaming of the forest, studying the lake, reflecting the trees. I've played this game before, the one that goes, I'll be the wolf and you be the sheepskin I hide in. You taught it to me some time ago. Take what you will and take it with salted tongue. Stay quiet. I've always known you best through your actions. Silent. And I wrote a bunch of notes in this one. And so with the salted tongue one, I said that it was salted because of the tears. And where he says, I've played this game before. I said, it's not the first time they've been here. And when I see wolf, I think of sly and cunning. So yeah, I I deeply connected to that one because I was like, oh, they playing games. But trust and believe, we ain't been here before. This ain't the first time. So, you know, uh, we have Thoughts Fold Into Birds by Julie Funderburk. And I like this one. I just have to find... I like this one, but I don't think there is really one in here that, like, I deeply connected to. They they were all beautiful, but they're just... I just didn't connect to them. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know? Sometimes you read something and you're like, this is beautiful. But it's just not something that you, you connect to. But I do want to read How I Was Saved. This full moon eclipse in Virgo is overwhelming, proclaims my silly horoscope. Your feelings intensify for days. Last night from my doorstep, I stared into an orange moon, confessing to no one. Now you must acknowledge what you feel, even if this creates more problems. Now you must surrender your irrational need for logic. My history with logic is as follows. Me. Underwater, born to that mutable water, no thicker than water. Premortal, the status quo of a family of dreamers, that kind of soup. One day, a light angled through. I swam for it. When I broke the surface, it gave me oxygen. I let it fill me, become a boat and oars for the new rhythm. The sky of stars enabling navigation. The land I crawled to was solid as reason. But how deep, how far myself is origin? The crash against wreckage. I had gills. I had pearls. I covered much of the world. I wanted the treasures sunk in me. Inventor of whale song. I was full of teeth. The visions, the image perfection loved it the next we have dan albergati of air and earth and if i'm not mistaken dan also went went to 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 uncg i may be wrong i am i am very i am very wrong Yeah, am I am I wrong, Crystal? Are we wrong here? I think I'm wrong. I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep pushing and say that I'm wrong. Um, 
but yeah let's see ah to sleep they die so many times before our eyes the footage rolling in a loop for hours run down or choked or shot or cast in flames they disappear as pixels dissipate into the memory's short-term holding zone a wasteland filled with nothing we hold dear like oceans where trash and bodies are dumped or gold gilt back alleys where love is trumped the place we store cries we don't want to hear where we see no sin in being alone in sleep though the faces regenerate and white noise coheres into whispered names we know it then that all our deaths are ours we die so many times before we rise That's literally going to be my reaction to everything. So, this next one. (sighs) Tonunsai America? Amerikia? Again, I apologize, but it's by Leila Chati. And I am so sorry that I pronounced that wrong. If I pronounced anything wrong, you can fight me. And this one was my baby. Here we go. When I tell my father I might begin to pray again, he says he's never really stopped speaking to God. Says it's in his DNA asking for things. 21 years he bowed down. Wow. 21 years he bowed before the bed, us children in a row behind him, crushing our foreheads earnestly to the floor. I can't remember the last time I clasped my hands above my breast and yearned for God in that formal way. But my bo- my father processes an exact date, Christmas, seven years back, the final Jemai, after which he walked out into the blinding snow. O ye who believe, if there exists in my blood a map, it is one I keep folded for fear of where it does not lead. God I want so badly to speak with you, not for aid or for proof of my goodness, but to feel again in your presence in my life undeniably there like my father's hand on mine in the still and inscrutable dark. And I I, I feel like I should have told you why I related to these so much or why I like these so much, but with that one, it was because I understood where she was coming from for for a while there so brief little story time I was a, I, I am a Christian but I I was more involved at one point and then my my aunt passed away and I started questioning more things because I was like well why why did this good person leave what is the point and you know I still identified as a Christian but I was I was falling back more and I was questioning more because I just I wanted answers and I couldn't figure it out and as I go back on this spiritual journey to get that connection again I came across that one and it just it stuck with me because I understand wanting to to be back in that grace so yeah those were the ones that I had to read for class um, the ones that I I came across from other people are 
one, Milk and Honey by Rupi, Rupi Carr. I, I feel like I pronounced that wrong. But yeah, we everyone knows Milk and Honey. It was all the rage. And this one breaks me every time. I really don't think that I ever really read it all the way through because I really had to stop because it was it was reading me for filth and I was not here for it because I was like don't don't do this to me but the one that I really really like is in the the healing portion of this book and it goes your body is a museum of natural disasters can you grasp how stunning that is and it's just like bro bro you have been through so much so much you are stronger than you believe that you are it's gonna be okay you you have survived the the toughest things you can push through you can and i love that i love that so much this next one is to drink coffee with a ghost I came across this one in the bookstore of my university and oh it's by Amanda Lovelace and I really got it because I I liked the title of it because I was like ooh ooh and then I opened it and there was one that just disrespected me and I was like you know what that's rude that's rude I didn't need to be called out like this. And okay. It is. You wanted me to adore you most of all, so you handed me prettily wrapped lies in the hopes that I would hesitate before trusting anyone besides you. Not even myself. And and it was this book that showed me that I didn't really need to have it was this one in Milk and Honey that showed that I didn't need to have titles for my things like my poems and that made me feel really good because I suck at titles I do I hate titles I can't I can't do them and and there's this one so these two kind of combine and I really like this idea too it says you had me rehearse details that would protect you white lies and you were shocked when I started telling tales to protect myself. Red lies. <laughs> Amanda. Amanda. And you know, my my sister got me, she likes to call it my graduation present, but I'm counting it as graduation and Christmas because she gave it to me in December. Um, but I told her that there was a list of things that I would like and I, I wanted more poetry books because I wanted to be able to have something that I could reference whenever I was writing and not so much like steal their ideas but more so have like a nice inspiration and she came across Tupac's The Rose That Grew From Concrete and I just thought that that was it's so beautiful <laughs> And I really like this one. It's called The Sun in the Moon. Your ways are similar to the rays of the of the sun. Warm to many, but too strong for some. The more you are needed, the brighter you shine. Watched for too long and your brilliant 
and your brilliance will blind the eyes of mortal men who threaten you with doom they they regret to see you set but it's time for the moon and I like that one because I don't know if this is bragging or what but I've I've been told that I have a very sunny personality and that you know I can I can brighten up people so I like that a lot that if you you get too close maybe you know I might might blind you or sometimes you know you gotta you gotta set yourself you it's always the brightest people that are the ones that you know shine light on others and sometimes they just need that to be reciprocated and sometimes they need to set become the moon and just gain their energy back basically so yeah and this this last one because I feel like I've, I've droned on too long with these, but like I also like being able to, to read to you guys. It's kind of nice. Um, but this last one is, I'm gonna call her a friend, even though we never actually met. I just, I love her vibe online and I feel like we get each other. We're also both Virgos, what's up babe? Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, I write where the ocean and the stars take me by MJ Moore and I I fell in love with her work online she is she knows how to pull on your heartstrings she is everything that I aspire to be in all honesty and this is this is her first book and I I just love her even want to just pick one to read by her like I could read you this entire book but yeah I I will read this one imagine creating the power to love yourself again imagine creating the goals you are destined to achieve if nobody has told you this I believe in you and I can't wait to see you succeed MJ MJ, you're telling me the words that I've needed to hear for so long that I really needed to hear right now. <sighs> and okay, last last one, I promise. Take it easy on yourself. You did everything you could. If they really loved you, if they really cherished you, they will eventually come back. Heart, my heart. Oh, okay, so yeah, those those were those are some of the poetry books that I have. I have more at home. I have my mom reading one that I came across because of TikTok and I got it because the way the way that it spoke to me, I was like, okay, cool, I need you. I have one sitting in my cart on Amazon called uh Chameleon and I really like that title because it's like chameleons, you know, they change their color to, to fit You know what? I'm not even gonna finish that because I don't wanna say it wrong. You know what? It's like, I'm saying my interpretation of it. I feel that chameleons change their color, their color, to um, match the environment that they're in. And I feel like us as people, we change our personalities to match the environments that we we are in. So, so yeah, I I can't wait. One day I'm actually going to buy it. So, yeah. I feel like that was a lot. Um... I will say that it is because of MJ and everything else that I've read that I really wanted to publish my own book. 
And so you may have seen on my Instagram that I, during my hiatus, I, I started working on book covers. And I probably did it backwards because I feel like you should actually have a book before you do the covers. But yeah, I'm, I'm working on publishing a book. I have two planned out right now. So one of them is called Yours Truly. And the other one is Sharing Secrets with the Moon. And I don't know which one I'm going to finish yet. First, um, I'm, well, I take that back. I do. I'm currently working on Yours Truly. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to do that. Um, but yeah, if you ever want to look at my work I have a website it's in my bio so I think oh no I took it out of my bio sorry well I can I'll drop the link on Twitter so that you can check it out but yeah again I'm I'm gonna take a picture of all the books um and I don't really know everybody's tags um but I will tag MJ more because I did you know I follow her so I can do that but yeah um thank you for going on this journey with me don't be too critical about the things that I've written in the past um so yeah I hope that uh I can write these other well that I can write this book and finish it soon so yeah I I hope you guys have a great night great rest of your week and I'll see you next time Bye, love.